Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. He goes in here. I had a feeling that he wasn't. All right. Hey, everybody. I got a few friends here from the RJB collab community, Aaron Outfield and Coconut Wolf. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Say hey to the world out there. Hey. Thank you. What's you? No problem. I'm so excited to get to meet you guys. I've listened to some of your hits, and it's, abso- it's absolutely amazing. You guys are, are geniuses on the mic. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, no problem. I'll get over here. All right, so I want to kind of start off um, with learning about you guys as artists. So how exactly did you two meet? How did you uh, form this incredible duo in friendship? How that holds, how that, how that start for you? Uh, we met through a mutual friend, um, through Aaron's group, Silent Vibrators. Um, the collaborator, his name's Joe, used to be in a group called Blue Milk with me. And we clicked up, liked the beats, and just rolled with it. Yeah, uh, how Joe advertised it was like, hey, there's this person who does like new Jobis music. And Cody was like, oh, okay. And he came over. Um, I remember him sitting down while I was, I think I was making beats for Joe at the time. And I was like, you want to make a beat? And I made a beat for him on the spot. Was it? You say it was, no, it was Pedal to the Metal, um, which was our first single. I'm, yeah. like, absolutely sure it was. I made it in, like... It was, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, something like that. And Aaron oh. was like, uh, you got anything for this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I had that track written and recorded to a different beat. And I was looking for someone to record it with. Um, I maybe went through maybe six different producers before we clicked up with Aaron. And it just linked. It just worked. Oh, sweet. That's amazing. That's incredible how you guys got together. And, you know, you guys are like a perfect duo because y'all make such incredible music. i never seen anything <laughs> like it. Thank you. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> we we would say otherwise. I don't know. I I bite off the heels of like a lot of my favorite producers, and I don't know. I I feel like Cody is more original in his style than a lot of other people I've heard of. Oh, okay, okay. I see y'all. <laughs> I see y'all. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I. And before um, we began, I, I, I know that you guys, I think, have an upcoming album or you guys are working on one. Um, can, you kind of, um, can you kind of tell the audience out there about that album? Um, is it an upcoming one or like a new one that's coming? I know you mentioned before that um, it's, a, it's a new one called Hello and High Heavens. I'm so excited to see it. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, the, the album is probably my third attempt at trying to get a finished product out to the people. Um, like, like I said, I've messed with a lot of different producers and things have fell through, but it's, it's looking like what, 12 tracks ish. Like I think 10, 10 or 11 tracks, 10 or 11 and just a lot of different flavors on it. We tried to keep it diverse um, and represent the kind of music that we like as opposed to trying to sound like what we think people want to hear. Which um. which so happens to be a lot of boom bap, but, you know, it's what we like. <laughs> the, I unfortunately I just heard about it right now. I wish I heard about it earlier on. I I would have put it on my calendar to look out for it. <laughs> I've heard about. It. We don't. Do we have a date for it yet? Not yet. We're still waiting on one final piece, and the album will be finished, and we'll be ready to put it out. Oh. Sweet. Um, as soon as possible but it's like I said it's looking like it's going to be somewhere in the fall maybe like September, October-ish okay, okay, okay interesting we don't have an exact date um, on our table yet, it's depending on one person and then whenever I feel comfortable uh, releasing it because I'm very nitpicky as our engineer will like to point out to us. <laughs> Probably very sick of me at this point in time. I, um, whenever I go back to hear the mixes and the tracks like that, like, I'm like, all right, at 2.15, there's a pop that happens that's not supposed to be there. Or I don't like his voice because it sounds 
a little too bass heavy, you need to tweak it and just very, very minuscule stuff. Oh. But so well, so amazing. I'm so excited for y'all. So excited. <laughs> I know you can't see me and tell, but yeah. <laughs> Is that the kind of music you're into or like um I'm kind of all over really. Um some people know that before rap I was into pop music. I would sing and I would love pop music. My whole playlist would be filled with pop music and of course now I'm kind of all over the place, you know, rap or you know something like that. But you know, when I joined the community, when I joined RJB and when I heard about you, you know, I had to like go directly and hear your music you know i usually like to hear i usually listen to the tracks of, of everybody mm-hmm. um, everybody that i'm that i meet and sometimes i'm the ordinary i might just listen to somebody for like whatever or if i'm bored and i'm like okay okay i like what i'm hearing i like this guy i'm gonna hit him up and see if he wants to do one and you know when i heard you guys um I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And also, when I heard that you guys are a duo and you guys work together, you know, I I had, you know, I, I kind of looked back and I realized that I've never really seen that kind of duo before. That's absolutely amazing. I mean, other than Rowan and Hyde, um, other than them, but you guys are absolutely amazing. I know the interview but i just wanted to point that out and put that on the spot so at least you guys know that i actually listen and actually appreciate what you guys are doing we appreciate that yeah um me and rjb part of this new pantheon originally and he went off to create his own thing that that was wild um i joined that group like on a whim i saw it on reddit um it actually was a bigger thing they wanted uh there was this one guy who said hey reddit let's make an album and that went just as well as you thought it would be very poorly uh a lot of people were unmotivated and didn't want to put in the work in and except for a few of us and that's how new pantheon formed we created an album within like nine months or so i produced a few of the records and rapped on a few projects and we all kind of helped out each other it was really cool to see that album come out and we we did some numbers um which was really really cool and then um through that i worked with rjb on the track sunrise or sunroof and um some other members through that and i've helped out some other people at the rjb community but you know i haven't been active on there because i'm just so busy with uh me and cody's um project and also my punk rock group and you know just life in general so yeah, that must be that must be a lot for you. I can't imagine how you're able to get all that done. I can't even imagine. Yeah, <laughs> that must and, be a lot for you. Yeah, it, it it gets overwhelming. I find little time for myself or for like my friends or my partner, but I try to manage as much as I can. Whereas Cody, he's just now getting really busy on the road and touring with um My Hero Zero. Uh they're a cover band that 
they go through the East Coast. We spend a lot of time in Dewey Beach and Ocean City. Uh, I'm the light tech for them on the side, slang mixtapes wherever I can. Just spread the word. Oh, amazing. <clears throat> oh, sorry, having a little issue over here, but um. Um, okay, so I do want to touch base on your beginnings in music wise. So I do know we have talked about you guys as a duo, as a group together, but how exactly uh, did your musical journey start? It's always been there. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know where to start. What a generic answer. <laughs> uh, Probably around 19 years old, I started actually picking up the pen and writing stuff. Um, I had heard Apathy, and I was a big fan of Apathy. And I just kept working at it. I made some friends on online uh, over in Scotland that kept encouraging me to keep doing it. And eventually I clicked up with locals, and we started working on projects, and we just kept going through the motions. Um, shout, out. shout out Blue Milk. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Peace State Pen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Amazing, amazing. And interesting stuff, by the way. And just in addition, um, were you guys always destined to be musicians? Were you guys always destined to be, or was it like a surprise? Were you, and, you, and you were encouraged by something else? I guess for me, um, I mean, I, I grew up in a house. Um, when I was growing up, my dad, he, um, he played music all the time. He knew the piano and the guitar. Um, didn't really have a good taste in music. Um, but you know, it, it, it got that start and through my family, everybody just kind of like learned from ear how to play things. And that kind of carried out to me. Um, so when I turned 16, I picked up a bass guitar. And then when I turned 18, I was like, oh, wow, poetry is cool because, you know, edgy, all high school teenagers are edgy at one point and write really depressing, uh, poetry. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like that was a really um good outlet for me i won some awards for it uh just really local high school awards and, um i was in a semi-successful high school band um because you know we made money i think we made about six hundred dollars through the lifetime of it which is pretty good for mostly like original music especially in our town which is just cover bands <laughs> Cover bands. Yeah, that that that's what state college is. Uh, we live in. We both live in Penn State. Uh, we've lived here all my life. Yeah, me pretty much. Me too. Um, and like growing up here, it's very suburban. That's like the culture. It's hard to get any outside like influence from it, but. Um, you know, and, and then, like, all the music around here, it's just cover bands, cover bands, cover bands. There's barely any original musicians that, you know, stay here. They always go out other places. It's really hard to find open mics, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 
There's like maybe two or three where you can actually showcase what you got. And then there's maybe like 15 people a show. <laughs> yeah, it's a long, tedious process. <laughs> oh, that must be wild. That must be crazy. I mean, am I kind of with you guys? I mean, down here in Texas, I don't really see a lot of open mics happening down here. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel, feel where you guys are coming from with that one. What part of Texas are you from? Or are you in? Um, I'm actually in Houston. I um, I was born and raised in Houston. Huh. You would think, because it's a bigger city, that, you know, it would be a little bit more open. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, you might want to think twice before, uh, about that one. I don't really see a lot of open mics about, uh, I don't really see a lot of that. Um, and if there were, they probably are either at a bar or, you know, they're probably with a few friends. Like, I don't really see a lot of open mics. Mm-hmm. There, I wish they did too. I wish they had a lot of open mics. I think they have like one or two of them, but that's. I wish they had more of those. What I'm saying, I wish they had lots more. I wish. Yeah, I mean, like that's where um, my old high school band started. Just like open mics, and then like people invited us to do like birthday parties, and we made money doing birthday parties. What <laughs> um, really? Yeah, uh, I I think we did a couple of them. One of them, they paid us like $200. And I was blown away by somebody who could throw away $200. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I don't know. Didn't have a lot growing up, so still don't. Uh, insane. So surprised at who would throw away that kind of money. I would never. I know, but others, I would never. Hey, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> I can tell. I, I can tell. I mean, with that kind of musical talent you have, I would expect anything less. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm always weary about self compliments, and Cody is more into the self-deprecation than self-compliments. I mean, somebody has to motivate you better. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I love that you feel connected like this. Wow. I mean, you're almost sort of like siblings, I guess. (laughs) I try to be a sunshine as much as I can because there's too much darkness going on there. (laughs) My God, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. He's like the peacemaker and you know, he's like the peacemaker trying to make things happy and and I guess like Aaron's like the opposite. Is that how it works? Is, is that how it goes around there? I bring the dark undertones probably. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm the realist, I guess. Not the realist, but the realist. <laughs> it took forever to me to get more in a happy place, but I'm I'm happier than I am. Because, like, I don't know, it gives me motivation and a perspective to say, like, hey, I made it through this pretty... Are we allowed to swear? Yeah, sure, this is explicit, so go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, We made it through this really shitty time. Um, your fucking mouth. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of want my life to be a testament that, you know, it's got to be better. 
I've been yeah. through a lot. Cody's been through a lot. Um, we're both still standing here. I mean, we're sitting down right now, but, you know, we're, we're still alive. Made a dope record, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's what music does for me. It really kept me going through the hardest times of my life. Um, especially New Javis. Like, goddamn. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's something meditative about his work that I just enjoy so much. New job, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could definitely tell you put a lot of heart into what you write, and it's definitely rubbing. It's definitely working. It's definitely, it's definitely, you're definitely doing a good job of doing that because you keep making great music. You keep, you guys, keep, you guys keep making great music, and I have a feeling, you know, later on, you guys are gonna become big, and I'm gonna see you on those award shows, maybe, and. I could see you guys perform those huge stages that they have. That would be dope if that happens. Um, we're just taking it a day at a time right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I respect that. I respect that, most definite. But you guys are doing a pretty, pretty good job so far. My main focus is to just uh, make something people have to come back to to digest. Um, I, I want them to have to listen to it more than once to get it all. That's kind of where my yeah, totally. I get that. That's where my beats come in. Like if if they're okay enough, then people won't want to listen to them more than once. So. Um. Mm-hmm. I see you. I see you. Um, God, God, that's a pet peeve I have too. I'm, I'm so tired of saying that. Um, going into music wise, um, into your music, um, I want to kind of go into this. Um, I know we talked about a lot of you guys' artists and your projects, but um, I want to go in deep, in deep into your music. So, how do you guys create your music? How do you guys create your song? What's your process like? Aaron sends me a beat pack of like 10 beats and I'll just sit. I used to sit in the bars and just write to them all day and whatever stuck, stuck. And then we'd come back, record them, and Aaron would give me 10 more beats and we'd just repeat the process. And I think we've used most of what Aaron's gave me. Yeah. Yeah, just about. I'm running dry. (laughs) A lot of the stuff. Um, I'm thankful I had a pretty big backlog. Um, I kept on sending him stuff, and he kept on being like, okay, I wrote to all of them. And I'm like, Cody, you don't need to do that. You could be selective. And Cody's like, well, I don't need to be. Uh, you got good stuff. And I'm like, I know you're lying, but I like the compliment. Mm. <laughs> Look at that. They love compliments. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Mm. Whenever I sit down to make a beat, I think the first thing is I need to hear... I, I always sample because, you know, the unique the thing that makes hip-hop unique is sampling. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with making great melodies. Um, oh, what is it for hip-hop songs? I, um, you know, there's really good songs 
uh, that don't use samples, like um, uh, Lil Uzi Vert's um, XO Tour Life, TM88. Really freaking nailed it. I think that's my favorite trap song. But like at the same time, the thing that made hip hop, you know, unique and special is the fact that it found beauty within music and then it repurposed it. And that's what I do first. I what I tend to do is I listen to a song, and especially if the song like brings a shiver down my spine then that's when I use it. And I use it at those parts that I find beautiful and I match that all up. And that's how I create beats. And then I put some drums over it and call it a day. Easy peasy. Oh. Wow. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say you say like anyone can do it. You could say like easy peasy. Anyone well, can do it. Anybody can sample. You just have to... Literally, you can loop anything and make it sound good, but you need to have an ear for music to be able to do that. You need to be able to find the points in which you like, and, you know, you need to reflect that, you know, reflect that soul, because that's what makes you unique. Whatever you like is what other people will latch on to. Because as much as everybody is different, we all have similarities in our tastes and our likes. Otherwise, everybody would be fighting all the time. They're not? Yeah. Okay, maybe they are a lot, but, you know, they're not all the time. <laughs> Definitely got to be a uh, fan. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely feel you guys, and... I wish I would. I wish I could do the producer stuff, but all I, but all, I, all I can do is just write. So, you know, y'all got that part. You know, y'all got that Wait. part nailed down. Writers are very necessary. They're the ones that really move the people's hearts. You know, you can pick chords and pick melodies, but like the stuff that Cody Cody writes, like everyone's. I'm wrapped up in my production so much that sometimes I miss it. But every time I like sit down and listen to his lyrics i'm like god damn yeah <laughs> yeah oh stop it <laughs> oh look at y'all perfect chemistry perfect chemistry <laughs> i got perfect chemistry look at the <laughs> one of a kind one of a kind look at that but um my god I. <laughs> I'm right in my brain right now. And, and how would you guys describe your music? I mean, apart from being amazing and incredible, um, how how would you guys describe your music? How would you guys do it? Absolute trash. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's God damn it. It's just underground hip hop, conscious hip hop. Um it's just trying to touch a nerve um, and be witty in places and just have fun. You know? Um, I like to make puns, so sometimes I'll just make an entire song that is puns. Um, yeah. It's what it is. For me, I, and I'm not trying to sound pompous uh, by saying this, but... Um, 
All the music that I write is a reflection of my soul, a reflection of the emotions that I'm feeling at the time or where, where I am mentally. I try to put that down to music as much as I can because um, sometimes I make really dark stuff and Cody likes that. And then sometimes I make really bright stuff and Cody tolerates that. And then I put dark stuff over that. Yeah, you do. You bastard. <laughs> but uh it, yeah to expand on what aaron said uh we're, we're just kind of documenting where we are each day that's that's basically what a song is in a sense um it's, it's yeah. a way to really check in with ourselves <laughs> yeah most definitely i mean i come from a lot of i come from a lot of backgrounds of music and Mm-hmm. You know, saying what you guys are saying, um, I definitely feel that deeply. I feel it deeply. I mean, oh my God, I'm sorry, my bad. And again, okay. y'all, again, y'all, perfect chemistry. Um, and my God, what would happen if you guys were not, you know, musicians? Where would you guys be right now if it was not for music? In the gutter. Yeah. yeah, no, my my answer is probably ditto. Jeez, uh, <laughs> no, life is life is rough. Uh, life is like easy for some people, but like we all have struggles. You know, that's part of what makes us human. Music's music's helped me out so many times. Uh, through so many tears. Um, you want to talk? You want to touch up on that? Uh, that's just the cosine. Um, now, now that I'm on about two and a half years sober, uh, th- this is really the only high that I have anymore. So I don't know where else I would. Oh. Okay. Okay. So music is y'all's um, like direct drive like if you guys didn't have it you guys probably be nowhere and i definitely feel that i definitely you know feel you and definitely yeah. get where you guys are going with that i mean i guess like i'm seeing that music is a part of you guys is it is it is it right like music part of you guys lives you guys grew up around music music is your y'all's tradition like just that on the oh yeah absolutely um I mean, like, if I didn't do music, I don't know, maybe I'd take up shipbuilding, like, in those little bottles or something like that. Little model shipbuilding with a big pair of tweezers. Maybe I'd be a botanist. Plants are pretty Oh, wow. Didn't expect that from you. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Look at that. Look at that. Oh yeah, I'm just blowing up over here. <laughs> it's just, it's just blowing me up over here. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, oh my god. Um. Okay. Have you guys ever gone through a um? Have you guys ever gone through a writer's block ever in your entire life in music? Currently. Again, save. <laughs> um. Just gotta ride the wave. Mm-hmm. Uh. I've found that my writing process, 
Um, it, it's very dependent on people watching. And with where we've been in the past year or so, it's been hard to do so. But whenever I do leave the bubble, I do get inspired to pick up a pen again. So you just got to kind of flow with it. Oh, okay, okay. Words from a true master. Mm-hmm. Uh, true words. Yeah, my, my life's been pretty chaotic. I just got a new job as a banker, and it's sucking my soul right now. So, I, you know, every time I come home, I just don't want to do anything, and it's hard to get myself motivated as a result. Um... But, like, I just know that, you know, music comes in waves, um, and motivation comes in waves. Uh, I found a really good thing for me um, is if, as a producer, if I'm ever in a writer's block um, for creating music, I usually do audio production and sound engineering. And when I'm motivated, I do the opposite. I make music. That way, you know, I'm constantly working one way or the other. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm sorry that you're a banker. I mean, if it's sucking your soul, why would you do it? Sell out. Yeah, no, I'm poor. Um, I was, um, I was working over at a grocery store and that wasn't the worst job ever. Um, I still hated myself for it because I used to be a bartender and I loved that job. And then I had to, you know, get a job to make money so that I could eat and then i got fired from that job i kid you not from i forgot to pay for a six dollar food item and i got fired on the spot for it in there and um because of the state that we live in you know i can't collect unemployment for being fired for six dollars so i went two and a half months almost three months without pay um, and I still had to pay my landlord, and I couldn't collect unemployment as a result. So, like, I guess, yeah, the grocery store said, fuck me, I guess. Um, that's why I got the banking job, because it paid. <laughs> and I'm in desperate need of money. My bank account went to zero yesterday, so. But I have all my bills paid, so we're good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, it's horrible, but you gotta do it. I I get that a lot. I'm going with that. I'm just looking for that next bartending gig for me. So we'll see about that. We'll see if there's any openings. I probably doubt there's any, though. Um, Is there any? (laughs) What? What? Is there any? Is there any Houston? Is what you're saying? Is there any? Is there any? Uh Um, I obviously don't know because I usually don't go around those bars because because I always get scared around those um traveling around bars or um clubs. I I, I always get like scared so I don't go around them. So I I don't really know because I never go there. I never go around there because I always get so terrified whenever I drive past one because I feel like something shitty will happen um, to me. Um, so I always, so I, I never go, um, down there. I never go, um, anywhere near that. I'm, like, so terrified, so I don't know. 
That's fair. That's really fair. Um, over in this area, uh, you know, a lot of girls have to go like in groups because of just how shitty the frat boys are, and you know, the culture around Penn State is not good. Yeah. Thanks, Sandusky. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Y'all yeah, insane. I mean. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, for me, um, luckily I'm not one. I mean, my side, my side thing is actually tutoring, but um, I am so glad I'm not a maker. I actually looked at an opening for one, actually, but I'm so glad that I'm not actually. When I feel bad, but you know, mm-hmm. no, it's I'm punching numbers all day and having very surface level. Um, talks with people it's extremely mundane and i would not recommend it to the best artists oh yeah i would never i mean punching numbers that sounds like math class that sounds like college math class that sounds that sounds that sounds like high school math class <laughs> something like that yeah yeah i mean i'm visioning it right now uh me there and it's it looks it looks like math class, and I hate math class. I, I hate that. <laughs> I hate those punching numbers, and I I just hate all that. It annoys me to pieces. Ow. Um, and past um past all this um, do any of you have any dream collabs in mind for yourselves or uh, for people <laughs> out there? Any dream collabs? Uh, I would love to be able to work with DJ Premier at some point. That's that's shooting pretty high, but uh, I grew up a big ass Gangstar fan, and I always wanted to work with Guru too. Unfortunately, he passed away. Um, but yeah, DJ Premier, hands down, probably at the top, and Apollo Brown. I'm a big Apollo Brown fan right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Hold on. I really want to sit down with Ninth Wonder. Freaking talk music with him for a while. Or Crisis, too. Like, good choice. All of Jamla Squad. Damn, they're so fucking talented. Rhapsody. Oh my god. Ugh. Right. I, would, I would love to produce a beat for Rhapsody. She's incredible. She's punching above her weight. She's so fucking good. Um, let's see. Uh, I'd like to um, co-produce a track with uh, La Orange, or La Orange, at one point in time. Um, his music is very—it's it, like in the same vein as me, but like also a little bit different. And like above and beyond any anybody who's ever collabed with. Um, New job is like a Pony B or a Substantial, even Shingo too. I would love for them to just be on one of my tracks. The, the, those are my career goals, but well, I, I have to take it one step at a time. I can't, you know, be ahead too ahead of myself. Yeah, most definitely hundred percent. I'm with you one hundred percent. There. Me, and I'm surprised. Um. I remember what he was saying, like, gangs. 
I'm surprised that um, you would say gangs. I'm so surprised. You don't sound like a person that would like gangs. You don't really sound like a person that would like that. I and and I'm, I was surprised when you said you work with rappers because you don't look like a person who would work with rappers. I'm, I was I was I was surprised. I mean, I mean I don't I, I'm not being mean or anything. I was just surprised. We're keeping it punk rock. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I fell into hip hop, um, because there was a void in what I could do musically by myself. And hip hop is a very, um, do it yourself, um, kind of genre. And that's what I liked about it. And I just, you know, I don't know. I just kept at it. Um, I produced for, I've been producing for like six or seven years. And there's points in my life where I wanted to quit it, and I'm glad I didn't, or else I wouldn't have met Coconut and really just been able to express myself the way that I do. That's absolutely amazing, and I'm so glad you didn't quit. I'm so glad you just kept grinding and kept going, and it took you places. It took me some places. Like, I'm not seeing the returns of the success that I'm expecting. But I'm getting close. I, I can feel it, you know. I can feel with this album that's coming out, I, it feels different. I feel hopeful about it. It's probably my best work of beats so far. Um, and, you know, Cody just writes the best shit. Like, <laughs> so I'm very hopeful about this. I'm sure a lot of <clears throat> fans of uh, underground music um underground hip hop will really appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely 100%. And you know, I want to make sure they listen to it because if um if you if you heard any of the other episodes I did, you know that I've that I'm a fan of the rappers that come on here. You know that I've done big and small ones. Mm-hmm. I've done big and small ones. And you know they're gonna like it whenever it comes from you. They're gonna like it. They're gonna see the the heart and soul in you. They're going. They're gonna like it. I I I already see how your success is gonna be. I already see it. Thank you. It means a lot. It, it it's hard to see. I mean, we wrote about this um, in one of our songs. It's hard to see, you know, success when there's little to no returns right in front of you. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. That and coming up short. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's all good here, you know. All good vibes here. Right. All goodies over here. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. My God. My brain's fried. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I hate this feeling. I hate this. I'm sure you guys have moments in your life when your brain's actually Friday, and every yeah. time Cody comes to my house to record, every waking moment of the day. Oh my god! Really? Oh my god! That's so tough, man. Yes. It's okay. We record a few hundred times before he gets it right. Oh. You might hear take 87 on something. 
godly. Look at that. Look at that, look at that. And I'm so excited because, you know, after this, everybody will get to hear y'all's little showcase. Uh, Can you tease us a little bit about what the audience um, might expect from it or tease us what's going to be? Question. Like, give us a little snippet. No, maybe not snippet. Easter eggs. Yeah, I think we should do one of the ones we haven't released yet. One of the ones we haven't released yet? I'd agree with that. We'll try to give you something exclusive. Something that's not on Spotify yet. Want to do Consequences Vision? No. Oh, sweet. We'll see. We're sorry, we don't have any ideas. We didn't know about... um, sharing the music part but like i don't know i kind of feel dumb for like saying oh this is a music podcast (laughs) why wouldn't we share music yeah no um we're uh for sure we're gonna share some stuff off of uh the upcoming album definitely something that isn't on spotify yet and something that's going on a future project oh sweet i'm so excited So excited. I cannot wait. I, of course, I'm going to listen to it for because I'm the host, but I cannot wait for you guys to see it. Can't wait. I'm yeah. thinking. But we, what do you want to do? What songs do you want to do? I don't know. I'm going to wing it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just share it with you. Oh, sweet, sweet. So excited. And holy, look at that. Um, I want to close things on a good note because we've had such a great talk. And I, and I do want to also give a huge thank you to you both for joining me today. Um, I really absolutely appreciate it. I was surprised that you guys were, were still wanting to do it. I was surprised because I didn't hear anything like for months. And I was like, mm, they're not, not going to do it. I am I'm sorry about that. I am super bad about scheduling. Thank you for your patience and you know allowing us to be on this podcast. Yeah, I blame Aaron too. <laughs> we need to hire. <laughs> yeah, mhm mhm. Yeah, our manager, can you drive up from Houston all the way to but fuck nowhere in Pennsylvania. Pencil Turkey. <laughs> Dear manager. <laughs> I can see you. you. Me- <laughs> Wait, actually, me as a what? A manager? What? Yes. A- Do it. I can pay you what? in soup. <laughs> soup for my. Do family. I have to actually travel there? Do I have to actually travel there? Because do I have to actually be there, or can I just do it virtually? I mean, you could slap me on the wrist virtually every once in a while. That would uh, that would honestly help a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about what would I do as a manager, though? What would I do? Just yell at me and Cody every once in a while. But mostly Aaron. <laughs> look at that, look at that. And um, imagine if you guys took your relationship to the next level. Imagine if you two took your relationship to the next level. Imagine that. 
Imagine you guys. Imagine if you guys took care, think, took care of the relationship next level and considered the D word. The, 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 I, I don't want to say it on here. I don't want to say it. I don't oh. Make oh, no, no. I, I, oh. <laughs> no, no. Um, I am, I'm, I'm currently dating someone. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay, I just wanted to openly ask this as an option. As an option. Like a like an option if if, if that were to happen. <laughs> but um of course not, so moving on. Um golly, I love saying um so I do want to close things out. So I'm giving you guys some time to thank your fans out there, saying your last words, any advice you want to give to newcomers out there, um, any teasy te- teasers, not teasies, teasers. Um, you guys may do so. Go out right ahead. Thanks to everybody for uh, checking us out. Uh, you can listen to anything on Spotify, Coconut Wolf. We got a we got like maybe seven tracks out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely go spin those, and we appreciate you. For you up and comers, just keep hammering at it. It's it. It's persistence. Um, yeah, you can check me out. I'm part of Bezos Barbecue. It's a punk rock outfit. Um. We like, uh, our motto is eat the rich, put them on a spit. Um, yeah, check us out at Coconut Wolf. Uh, Silent Vibrators is also a really good place um, to check out my music. I have nothing on SoundCloud because, I don't know, I give too many beats away. I'm, I'm scattered around the internet. Uh, to up-and-coming producers, you're never too young and you're never too old. Um, you're just in the right spot. If you're motivated to make music, do it. You know, it's it's a calling that calls all of us. And you don't want to go down the road, you know, regretting that time that, oh, I could have done this. Oh, I could have done that. But, you know, I was under the weight of thou shalts and should haves, and I didn't do it. And you're going to look back at your life and, you know, kind of regret it. So you need to do it now. There needs to be more music in the world, and your beauty needs to shine through it. Also, um... Fuck rap. <laughs> Free Palestine. Oh, cool, cool. Thank you guys for your responses, huh? You guys are so hilarious. I think this is one of the funniest I've ever done. I think one of the most funniest I've ever done. Yep, that's Cody for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Thank you, Cody. Thank you. I mean, I wish my co-host was here because you would love Jack. I wish I, I wish he I wish he would have shown up because he because him and Cody would have hit it off. And you know, also Den and Denny. You know, I have a whole funny um group uh they love to joke. 
Hey, it you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility for the future. Maybe after the album comes out, we could do a return. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I would love to have you guys again. I was totally love it. Shameless plug. Yes. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. I'm loving this. Um, and you guys out there, do not forget to check them out. You know, do not forget. And don't forget to check me out on all socials. All It's all about podcast. And I hope you guys have a great one. And Stay tuned for more to come, and I hope you all are loving season two. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode along with others. And expect more from me. And I will see each and every one of you guys in the future. So I wish you all great health and have a great one. Bye. everybody thank you guys so much for joining us tonight as we dove into a wonderful podcast episode now in this following segment you will get a chance to hear this artist's showcase because every artist that comes on the show requires to do a showcase so buckle up get some popcorn and enjoy the showcase i hope you guys love it and check out the artist when you get a chance to hope you guys love it enjoy Zoning new range just to cultivate this new age. A lone head trying to build a stone hedge, teetering a rope stretched over the coldest solstice. The millennium martyr's penance, redeemer of the sentence, angel of independence. A nighthawk under a starry night, so in the garden of earthly delights. Used to hit on little mermaids, but grew up. Now I seduce the sirens riding the wrath of Medusa. All in search of the girl with the pearl earring. But the kiss from the veiled virgin became a dear thing. Nobody knows deserted like the Sphinx We flatlined the cafe terrace and the well drips ink Aphrodite's vanity, I took it intravenous to see my error Through that sun bloomed like a primavera I love to settle down like an American Gothic But the inside of my mind's too much like a Jackson Pollock I feel like Atlas with my world trade Until I hit the sunshine skyway to the Golden Gate I love to settle down like an American Gothic But the inside of my mind's too much like a Jackson Pollock Sonic and the sonogram, since Beetle has been the cathedral, I painted the ink holes on the easel. The night watches a court of Mona Lisa. If I'm inclined like the tower with the bow and pizza, I roam in Caesar, Colossal with Coliseums. Through the sacrifice, I became an altar being. We all have an Everest to suffer. I'm just a son of man for the Last Supper. I rush more to find the races lost. Persistence of memory in this age of bronze. Ain't Apollo, but I'm adjacent to the Golden Fleece. Healed Achilles and gave sight to Odin's fleets. Aura of the auroras in my helix I reinvent as the wheel spins A starving artist with the golden meal tick Screaming to collapse the tower of Babel Till you feel it I love to settle down like an American gothic But the inside of my mind's too much like a Jackson Pollock I feel like Atlas with my world trade Until I hit the sunshine skyway to the golden gate I love to settle down like an American gothic But the inside of my mind's too much like a Jackson Pollock I feel like 
sunshine sky way to the golden gate Fat lady at the opera house, I felt the ember go cold Thought it was the death of General Wolf Even the victorious falls by his sword So how do you stay a flower carrier in this consequence of war? Guernica, I show him freedom's gentle side The genocide's evils, what's the statue of liberty leaving people? I was an ambassador of sleep with gypsies back then Went from potato eater to school to Athens Never pictured it on a tank Grand Canyon The fall in advance, the call demanded They burned bridges, I built a point up over the lava pits Just to push the project then Demos like the Skybalist With airs of time Consumed in its patterns Eventually it eats us like Saturn I'm trying to build a Taj Mahal on Machu Picchu Been Hercules 12 labors But I'ma see it through A wanderer of sea of fog routes With my Napoleon complexes And crossing the Alps I broke through great barriers Waves and walls Just to make the van go The motherland calls But I ain't trying to dull the tinges So coke rhymes like nobody's hibiscus Is this spark bottle lightning or a big flick? She remains smoking with no cigarette And I wonder how a king could ever pawn a queen At night it looms over me in these cotton sheets It ain't about if the lawn is green Just the moss and trees I'm trying to find home if you got the lock and keys We could make beautiful music if we found harmony And if I could do this a little less novicely There's no breaks when the pedal's to the metal But it seems to settle in daydreams Of hibiscus petals in the metal Of the depth of the hole I want you to find it an edge of gold And wear confidence like you bet the gold Live life, pedal to the meadow In search of the depth of the hole I want you to find it an edge of gold And wear confidence like you bet the gold Act like you were meant to know 